Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Well. What a fucking weekend. <laughs> Holy shit. Is that your phone? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was your phone. Is it my phone? I don't know. I don't, know, I don't know where anything is. I don't remember how things work. <laughs> we should we should start by saying that we're in the same studio for the first time in I don't know two years. <laughs> yeah, it's. I know it's over five hundred days. It's a long time. We uh, we are back in the same studio, and and don't worry, they've taken all the precautions. Like we we have plexiglass. It's in a pile in the hall, but once it's set up, that'll do a lot <laughs> to stop the spread of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the obligatory. I feel fine today, just so you know. Oh, I'm fine. Are you yeah, fine? Yeah. You're good? Okay, good. Oh, mandatory screening. Okay, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Because everybody's very truthful when they do their mandatory screening, yep. right? I, um, I'm going to tell you what happened to me with the move on the weekend coming up in a few minutes, guys, because I'm tired. This has been yeah, a weekend. I bet. I bet. But one thing I will say is uh, I did get moved out on Friday, and that left me Saturday, Sunday, and today. Today is my last day at my current house okay. to get it clean, and I learned so much about cleaning cat. There's certain things that, and some people are going to be shocked when they hear this. I'm not an animal. I'm not a pig. It's just I don't know. For whatever reason, nobody ever told me that you're supposed to regularly like clean your baseboards and stuff. The amount of dust on those little fucking things. Yeah. I have done nothing but suck dust up with my Dyson for days now. Yeah. It's crazy how filthy this place is. So in a way, this was good to have this place because I learned a lot about what not to do when I get my new place at the end of next month. Couple of things. Number one, thank you for even cleaning it because you do hear of some holy disasters that people walk into and you can complain about it at a certain extent but i don't know how many people actually go out of their way to clean the baseboards before that they leave the property for the next person i don't think it happens as often as you would hope that it would i feel like it's good karma to make sure that it's clean just to leave it in a better state or at least the same as when i got right right so i mean I, i have no doubt they're probably going to get cleaners in and stuff like that and that's all well and good but at least i did my part and i can Hang my head high right. when I leave today. I see. I should have brought my kids over to your house. They, they clean the baseboards for me. That's what they do. What? I give them. Yeah. I give them like the. In some sort of a slave camp. Over oh, there? yeah. It's, it's fantastic. They love it, though. They love cleaning. Like they got one of those Melissa and Doug cleaning sets. So they pretend clean all the time. Mm-hmm. So when I actually need to clean, I've got one of the like not the Lysol ones, but the, you know, the organic whatever, you know, that kind of it's safe for the environment cleaning cloths. Yep. I give them those to them. Like the method and the method cloths. Oh. And they do the baseboards. And they like it. My kid goes around, she does every doorknob, she disinfects all she loves it. And I give her and then I give them a treat for it. But they help me clean all the time. I should have brought them to your place. I've seen what kind of hell that deep clean is, and and I consider cleaning doorknobs and baseboards a deep clean. Yeah. And I know how much work that was. What kind of a treat do you figure is a sufficient reward for your daughter it's always got to be food like a cookie treat stuff like that it's food if i did all that fucking work and somebody said here's a cookie i would burn the place down they're four and two they're they're not very smart they don't know that they'll learn they'll learn and then one day they'll tell me to shove it (laughs) (laughs) they'll say no mom i'm not doing that do it yourself i figure you're about 16 years away from your first get the fuck out of here it's not it's fun right now for them it's fun because they feel like they're doing something grown up so it's, it works for me for the time being, so I'll take advantage while I can. 
So the move on Friday, and it was great because you were kind enough to offer to come over and help, and yes. Dave offered to come over and help, and a whole bunch of other friends did as well. And I said no to all of them because I thought, I'm hiring a mover. They're going to do a fine job. I don't need any help. Well, <laughs> I totally should have asked for help. <laughs> I, I can admit now that I should have asked for help because here's what happened. As I was preparing to move, I had a couple of different goals. I was going to pack away the clothes that I wear sometimes, but I don't necessarily need them in this two months before I get my new house. Mm -hmm. I had another pile that was going to be donated. And I made the decision this year that I want to get rid of as much stuff as I can, namely some of my older suits. So I donated eight suits. And That's nice. Hopefully there's some pretty chubby guy out there that can make good use of them, whether it be for work or a job interview or whatever. There you go. There's eight new suits at wherever those donations go. And then I had the pile of clothes that I need, the ones that I wear every single day, like my sweaters, my jeans, that sort of stuff. And I wanted to keep them separate. So, cause I could, I just had a feeling, ah, this is going to get fucked up somehow. I don't want to donate the clothes I wear and then keep all the stuff I was going to get rid of. I was worried about that. So I kept them in three different places. The clothes I wear every day, I stuffed them in my dresser because that's the most common sense place to put them. Well, the movers got there on Friday and we were finishing off Friday's podcast when they arrived and I just let them get started. And it never even fucking occurred to me that I didn't empty the dresser. Oh, God. All of the clothes that I have left are now in a warehouse somewhere in Burlington. Oh my gosh. And the feeling, the pit in my stomach when I thought, where the fuck are my clothes? Yeah, what, was the, what happened that moment? Can talk me through the moment that you realized that was happening. I was about to take a shower, and then I like to lay out my clothes for after the shower before I get in it. I feel like that's a, a practical thing to do. So as I'm getting ready to get in the shower, I thought, oh, yeah, the dresser's not here anymore. Where are my clothes? And then it hit me. You dumb son of a bitch. You left them in the fucking dresser, <laughs> which has already been wrapped in plastic and loaded onto the truck and started moving. She's gone. She's gone. They're she, gone. Yeah. And, and instantly, I started texting a few close friends, and I said, this is what I did. What do you think? And it was a real mixed bag of reactions. Uh, some people said, well, why don't you just call the moving company? I'm sure they'll let you come in and get your clothes. At this particular place, it's not a storage place per se. They have a warehouse and they take all your stuff and they box it all up and put it in a place in their warehouse. It's not like the public can just go in and take something. So that's not really an option. <laughs> Other people suggested, have you been to Old Navy recently? And that's definitely <laughs> something I'm going to have to do. They always have a BOGO or something. <laughs> always. And Kat, I'm thinking to myself, I have no fucking clothes. Yeah. But where, one place where I did get lucky is I had some laundry in the basket. So I, it's weird looking at you again, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're talking see, to See, I'm actually listening person. to you. Yeah, I'm actually listening to you. Can, can you see. look over there? Yeah. This is fucking weird. <laughs> you want me to hide under the desk? <laughs> Just turn around. That'd be great. <laughs> so anyway, I, uh, I had some, a couple of t-shirts I had a sweater. I had uh, some socks and stuff like that and, and some underwear in the laundry Thank basket. Thank God. It was just over a week's worth of laundry. That can get me through. Right. But I have one 
pair of jeans. That's it. And I'm wearing them now. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of things you could do here. Yeah. Pants. You're, you're what pro- size is your husband? No, I don't. Pants. <laughs> I think the pants you're screwed unless you do find someone who's the same size as you that, that can even offload a number of pants without missing them. Right. Because how many guys, and maybe there, maybe maybe there's a lot, but how many guys have like a lot of pairs of pants to just be like, here, buddy, here's five of my pants. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people can do that because they usually rotate the same four or five that they have. Well, I don't know if I'm a pack rat or what, but I donated 10 pairs of jeans and I saved myself five. And I thought, five's good enough, and that gives me a reason to go out and, and replace the stock a little bit. I was only wearing five anyway. I don't know why I had those ten to begin with. They're not even good. So do you want to start, like, a clothes fund? I mean, I'm good with, like, setting setting up a, a spot that you could donate your clothes to. or uh... Welcome to the After Nine Clothing Drive. <laughs> hey, no joke, though. Old Navy, they always have deals. You could do that. Uh, Costco, hey, you go to Costco, grab yourself some pants. That sucks, man. Keep the tags on. You'll just return them later. Is Kirkland stylish now? Yeah. It's been a no, while. I, so. I don't think so. But you know, you have an excuse for the next two months. It's so convenient. You can get jeans, a microwave, and a rotisserie chicken all in one store. You know what you should do? Just be an asshole. And anyone who might buy you a Christmas gift, just ask for it up front now. Just be like, you know, <laughs> should just be like, mom, mom, girlfriend. Friends, I know you're gonna get me something anyway. Just could you buy me some pants, maybe some extra underwear <laughs> well, now? And that's the thing. So I, it's like an advance, but for cat, <laughs> my life gets. is falling apart. <laughs> I am homeless and clothesless, and I never thought it would come yeah. to this. Uh, for those who are wondering, no, I am not living with my girlfriend, as many of you had speculated. I'm living with my mom, my girlfriend, and I. We will. Um, we'll, once we get towards the house, we'll come up with a firm arrangement and what room she's going to sleep in and such. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, I thought, you know what? Uh, we'll, we'll do this right. And, and we don't need to live together now. I'm just going to stay with my parents for a couple of months. My mom is so fucking happy. It's like she could, she's like Mary fucking Poppins. I bet she is. Yeah. And I forgot how good it is at home. You know, sometimes I judge people that are, you know, adults, but still living in, in mm-hmm. their parents' home. Like, I mean, like mid-20s-ish, you've graduated post-secondary, but you haven't moved out yet. I kind of judge that. Right. I take it all back. Here's here's what I did yesterday. I went to my mom's house and I dropped off the, well, I had three suitcases ready to go for all my clothes. It's now down to a carry-on. That's how few Aww. fucking clothes I've got. But I had my toiletries bag and the whole nine yards. I dropped it off in the room that's going to be mine and then I had to go out again and, and take care of the dog. I got back and she had unpacked everything. The bed was made. She got a robe for me for somewhere. You got a robe? She gave me a fucking bathrobe. What is this, the penthouse? Like 90% of hotels don't give you a robe. Give me a break. I know, it's great. And all my toiletries were laid out and, and my colognes are there and my razor and everything. She even plugged it all in and charged up my fucking toothbrush for me. What? What? Yeah, it's amazing. And she said, I figured you'd be hungry because you were on the road, so I made a shepherd's pie. It's in the fridge. Uh-oh. Why would I leave that? My girlfriend never made me a shepherd's pie and said, Why? just in case you're hungry. <laughs> There's a lot of effort that goes into that. Why? Now she's going to be sad when you leave. This sounds like you're off to a great start here. Well, I mean, so far so good. It's only been one night, but 
Five stars. This has been a good run for me. Decent. So, yes, ladies, try and contain your excitement here. I am a middle-aged man now living with my parents, (laughs) and I don't have any clothes, and a pretty bad demeanor overall. (laughs) That's brutal. I can't believe you left your stuff in your dresser. I know. It was such a stupid thing, and it's just because I got distracted and totally fucking forgot about it. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a weekend from hell, and and the cleaning, and it's just been brutal. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, how was your weekend, Kat? No, weekend was good. It was, uh, I took my kids to a, a trampoline park. Ooh, you did? I did, and this is our first time. Did they puke? No, no, they loved it. Oh. But I gotta say, like, it, um, it was really, it got really busy, and I was like, hmm, there's a lot of kids just jumping around here. Is this a good idea? As I started to second guess myself going there, to be honest with you. It was good. But another thing happened this weekend, too. You tell me what I should do. Because my daughter got invited. She's in JK. My daughter got invited to her very first birthday party. This is like very first non-cousin or my friend's kid birthday party. Okay. Her own friends. Her own friend. So very exciting. Got the invite sent home. Great. So I send a text. And I love this about the the RSVP. She just says, text me. Her Her mom's like, text me. So I text her mom and I say, hey, we're excited to go. Can you give me a couple of things that your kid's interested in? Obviously, because I, we're going to get a gift. Mm-hmm. And she says, please don't give a gift. And I, I feel really uncomfortable with that. Because if I'm going to a birthday party and they're spending money here, I know they are because we're going to a place where you have to pay for the birthday parties. I feel super uncomfortable going empty handed. But she's like, mm-hmm. uh, she insists. No, no, no. We don't need anything. Your presence is our present, you know. Come, enjoy yourself. There'll be pizza and blah, blah, the whole thing. I still bought a gift. Is that rude of me to give the gift? Well, I mean, you clearly can't follow instructions. I mean, that's determined now. I have a real (laughs) problem with it. I know you're kind of like me in that way. You wouldn't show up to someone's house for dinner, for example, empty-handed. I know you wouldn't. Mm -hmm. No, I wouldn't. I feel super awkward going to a child's birthday party and not giving the a gift to the child. But do I listen to the mom and respect that? Is that like a disrespect if I bring a gift? Do I bring it and leave it in the car and see if anyone else brings a gift? Because that's the other thing. Do I risk looking like an asshole if I'm like, okay, I won't bring a gift, but everybody else ended up bringing a gift. And now I look like the loser who doesn't show up with a gift. Is it possible that maybe they're putting that out there because they don't want to put any financial strain on people, but... They're actually low key hoping for some gifts. Well, that's what I'm thinking, and I under, and I do respect that. That's great because not everybody can afford it. You know, to even if it's like a twenty dollar, thirty dollar thing, they want to make sure that everybody feels not awkward about it. If you don't show up with the gift, I suppose I still feel really weird not having a gift for this little girl for her birthday. Right. Okay. Have you considered like a? Uh, an LCBO gift card or a <laughs> bottle of rosé always is popular when you're going to someone's gathering or function. I don't think that they'll allow that at Funville Kids Club or whatever the hell place we're going to. <laughs> Slip it to the mom because she's going to fucking hate is, her life about halfway through that's that. That's what I'm thinking. I'll put it in a flask, a little bejeweled flask. There you go. Have you held one of those birthday parties yourself yet for your daughter? I haven't. because You know what? Because of COVID mainly, um, we haven't been able to do anything. So this coming birthday for her, which isn't until June, is going to be a big one for her. We're actually going to have uh, friends. I think that we're going to host it ourselves at our house. Maybe. Oh. We'll see. I don't know. 
Like Rent and Elsa or some shit like that. <laughs> what can you be? Can you be something? Me? Yeah, yeah. You show up as something? I can be Winnie the Pooh because I have tops <laughs> but no bottoms. You are like the Winnie the Pooh. You give me a red <laughs> polo and I look like Winnie the goddamn Pooh. How many kids would be like, stranger danger if you showed up with no fucking pants on to a girl birthday party? Now, you the gross pants, son of a bitch. I look very different from Winnie the Pooh without <laughs> pants on. They've omitted a couple of details on that little bastard. <laughs> All right. Uh, Were you naughty or nice this year? Uh, oh, you know, mostly nice. I'm mostly nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, I th- I'd say nice. <laughs> you probably had a few naughty moments if I know you. Sure. Like a little, a little from column A, uh, a lot of nice, but a little bit of, of naughty. Mm-hmm. I think we've all been a little bit naughty at some point. Uh, one in four adults say they belong on Santa's naughty list. Okay. See, now when you say naughty, though, there, there's like, you got to put it in context. Like, do you mean naughty as in like, this year I, I lied to the government about how much I actually made? Or is it like, oh, I slapped some stranger's dick and it was great and I liked it? Like, is that is it that kind of naughty? You know, I mean, it doesn't specify. <laughs> okay. I'm going to assume that if you slap someone's dick... <laughs> It just, you should be on the naughty list like regardless. the naughtiest thing I could think of in the moment. <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm just going around being a dick slapper. That's all. Is that weird? <laughs> that's the kind of year I had. What a weird fucking thing to say. <laughs> I, I slapped a girl right in the tits. <laughs> I'm going on the naughty list. Is that naughty? Is that considered naughty? I said naughty? take off your top and right there. <laughs> it hurt, but I think she liked it. <laughs> um... <laughs> back and forth like a weeple when you slap it <laughs> it just swings like a pendulum back and forth and back and forth while he oh there's that dick slapper over there check it out yeah bro i'm gonna warn you don't go out with her she's she'll get your pants off and then slap you right in the dick it's awful i don't know i feel like there's a subtle but important differences between santa's naughty list and my naughty list for example well that's what i mean at one point i did have a list (laughs) i bet you did i bet you did it was a book it was a chapter book wasn't it well i mean it just depends how much detail you want right i mean i remembered most of it but if i had to write it down it would be a long book here's naughty katrina everyone's got a nickname sure yeah Don't even get me started on that shit. Not until the divorce is final. Um, <laughs> did you watch the Adele special last I night? I did watch the Adele special. Most of it. I, I You know what? I, I crapped out around the end because I was like, eh, it's getting a little bit late. And I'm like, okay, I get the gist of this. And I was curious about the interview portion to see what she'd have to say. So, yes, I did watch most of it. Uh, you know what occurred to me last night is Adele has got such a beautiful singing voice Mm -hmm. but such a regular everyday average talking voice yeah you know i'm watching her do that interview with oprah and she was great and she did give a lot of insight and personal information about her divorce and she basically said you know something happened with me and i just needed to get out of there i I couldn't do that anymore and whatever that is i'm sure she goes through a process to to heal from that but she would talk and, and she's got that british accent and she sounds like one of the guys shooting the shit and then she picks up a microphone yeah. and it's like, hello. Yeah. And what the fuck? It doesn't match. What you sound like when you talk yeah. is very different from when you sing. 
Now, in all fairness, if I started singing, it's very different from me talking right now, too. Sure. But I just wasn't expecting that from Adele. Maybe I haven't heard her talk enough. You know what it is? And, and I think that that's why people like her. Because she is so, when she's talking, it's down to earth. She used a lot of likes and ums. So you wouldn't expect someone like that, perhaps. It's kind of unexpected. When she talks and she was, like you said, it was like shooting the shit. That's what she was doing with Oprah. You know, she's talking about her divorce and this and that. And this is what I feel. And she drops curse words every now and again. She likes to curse. So she's fuck this and shit that and blah, blah. And then she picks up a mic and you're right, it's different. But maybe that's why people like her is that they feel like they can relate to her a little bit more because of that. I mean, regardless, she's got a beautiful voice. So that's, that's what everybody loves. But I think that the person behind it, because there's a person behind the lyrics and you could tell when she sings, like the divorce that she went through and before that, the breakup that she went through, all of that shit has a story. But it was just exhausting trying to, to, to like, keep going with it it's a process you know the process of of a divorce the process of you know being a single parent the process of not seeing your child every single day wasn't really a plan that mm -hmm. I had when I you know when I had when mm -hmm. I became a mum I think Simon probably saved my life to be honest with you he came at such a moment whereas the stability that him and Angelo have given me no one else would ever have been able to give me like especially at that time in my life I was so young and I just I think I would have got a bit lost in all of it. So she's able to tell that story and be real about it and then sing about it and make you like fucking ball your eyes out or at least half the people in that bougie ass crowd. Can we just talk about that for a fucking second? I didn't know it was going to be a celebrity crowd. Oh, my. So I did know, but I had didn't I didn't see any images of where it would be. And it was just well, I know whoever was in charge of the whoever was the director of that. Well done, like bravo, because it looked fantastic. I is mean, is that Tyler Perry's backyard as well? It, it might as well be. You know, it was some kind of observatory that they held it at. I couldn't even tell you in Hollywood, but the backdrop was the Hollywood sign. You had Leonardo DiCaprio, you had Lizzo and Melissa McCarthy, and Selena Gomez was there, and I could go on and on. I just, at one point though, as I'm watching, and my husband brought it up, as he because I the poor thing, I, I made him watch for a little bit because he was he had no interest at all. But I was like, look, look at Leo DiCaprio is here, and we love Leonardo DiCaprio. He's like, what the fuck kind of event is this? Like, what are we watching? Like these bougie ass A list millionaires watching another bougie ass millionaire mm -hmm. just sing. He's like, isn't this weird? Uh, and I said, kind of, and it, it kind of is, but at the same point, it's entertainment and, you know, people are looking forward to this album. Oh my God. And it's dropping Friday for those who don't know, Adele's 30. And it really is kind of a weird thing, isn't it? But mm -hmm. it's kind of like award shows. We still have, a, we have a fascination with that too. And it's the same thing. You know, it's people patting themselves on the back for being fucking great. And they're all rich people. Brought who have, you by the Mutual Admiration Society. Who have incredible careers. Yeah. And that, that's kind of what that reminded me of last night. Not that I, not that that took away from my interest in Adele, because I do believe that she's worth it. But I did think about that too. And I looked at the crowd. I'm like, oh, we're all, you're all just fucking loving on each other, eh? You just love each other. Um... When's the last time you got lost? You just did not know where you were. Or you went in completely the wrong direction. You know what? I have my phone on me all the time. So that has helped. But I will say that I've definitely gotten lost. Like in a I, I'm not, not long ago. Not long ago, really. One more question. Where do penguins typically live? In the nor in the, up in north. Uh, Antarctic is sure. where you would find a lot of penguins. A penguin goes out into the water, presumably looking for fish or something, and it got a little turned around and lost. It swam 2,000.
thousand miles in the wrong direction and ended up in New Zealand. What? This penguin washes up on the shore in New Zealand, and all the New Zealand folk are like, fuck me, that's a penguin. That's not supposed to be here. Yeah, it just went the wrong way. How? I, I don't know. I mean, how far off the coast of Antarctica do you have to go before you can't see land Is anymore? Is the penguin okay? Maybe the penguin has, like, dementia or something. Oh, it never considered that maybe there'd be a... Yeah. I don't know if there is penguin dementia. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I have no, I couldn't tell you either. Pretty I just, sure made, that's not I just made that up. <laughs> I don't think that's You don't thing. know that it's not. No, and, and you're right, but I'm not going to blame that one necessarily on dementia. Uh, penguins aren't smart these days. They're getting dumber as time goes on. <laughs> is that a fact? <laughs> is that a fact? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm so... That is, that's peculiar, though. Yeah, I'm so out of my penguin uh, knowledge, it's bad. Yeah, but you know someone's going to blame that on climate change. And maybe it oh, is to be blamed. Well, I can assure you that if you were looking for the cold of Antarctica, you're not going to be there. happy with what you find in New Zealand. <laughs> Cool-ass accents, yeah. but nope. Ooh, sure is getting warm as I get closer to that sand Shit. over there. Yeah, this wow. is like their summer season, too, isn't it? They're yeah. getting into summer. Uh, what was the penguin like when it realized? Was it like, son of a bitch? <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is as bad as that time Scott Fox left all his fucking clothes in his dresser. <laughs> this is, I feel like a fucking idiot right now. I feel like a real fucking idiot. Um, a woman had a very severe reaction after kissing a man with a beard. Mm. Pictures have been published now that she put up after this makeout session with a guy who she says has facial hair. The caption reads... The dry skin beard after kissing a boy with stubble. And in a follow-up video, she explained, very simply, a frat boy said, can I come over? And I said, yes. And we kissed. Hmm. And he had stubble. And I had eczema. And I didn't know this would happen, but I broke out in a major rash that even blistered. Ew. To the point now where it's suspected that she has a staph infection. What? If he had any staph bacteria on his face, now that she he literally rubbed a hole in her, that staph would get in the wound. Oh, that infects no. the, the, the wound. That's... I've wondered about that before. Because there's been times when I just don't feel like shaving. And my girlfriend, for example, has got nice soft skin. Yeah. I've got really fucking rough skin. Does that hurt when you kiss a guy that's all stubble? Yeah, yeah, really? it can. Why do sure. you girls put up with this shit? Why? Why do you do something intentionally that <laughs> I hurts? I think that you feel... Actually, don't I answer that. I can tell you. <laughs> I tell you. Have you heard of the phrase, hurts so good? <laughs> it hurts. Don't stop. <laughs> it hurts. I didn't tell you to stop, you motherfucker. Um, you know what? I think it probably part partially feeling, you know, bad. And and it's not your fault if, let's say, you want to be clean shaven, but you grow the stubble back very quickly. Mm -hmm. Like yourself, right? You get the five o'clock shadow thing, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, I, I think that- Yeah, the, I get the five o'clock shadow by 9.30 a.m. Yeah, you do. So like your girlfriend probably knowing this, even if it did irritate her, probably wouldn't say anything because you can't, it's not like you're purposely were like, ha take the stubble, bitch. Like you're not doing it on purpose. So she'd feel bad. She wouldn't say anything. Now, if you're going downtown, that's when we have a fucking problem. Is it, okay, yeah. <laughs> just tell me about the vagina. Yeah. When a guy... <laughs> How much time do you have? It's very <laughs> it's very complex. Like, what do you need to know? Not your vagina. Just <laughs> vaginas in general. So 
if a guy is stubbly yeah. and he's going to town, like yeah. maybe he's like right in there, like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> that's got to hurt after a while because that yes. is even more sensitive skin. Yes. But why do you let that continue on? You probably don't. You probably don't. Well, See, but that's where it gets weird because in this case, maybe this girl, this is her first time making out with this guy. I, I would assume so. Right? Yes. So maybe that's what's weird about it. Like, oh, I'll continue on. It'll, it'll be fine. But if you're in a relationship with someone, that's when it's totally different. And they know and you know and everything should be fine. It should be fine. But another question that's on my mind is, so he sent you a what's up or, or are you up text. Right. You went just to kiss and not just kiss. Kiss long enough, a long enough makeout session that he actually took layers of skin off your chin. Yeah, and how old are you? Because who does just makeout sessions? Like, yeah. I, th- I feel like there's holes in this story, let alone her face that have the staph infection. There's holes in the damn story. Right. You guys just like what sat on the couch and kissed for long enough that he could burn a hole in your chin. Yeah, like, I remember my first relationship in grade nine. Like, nobody makes out that long as an adult, do like they? nothing? Was there not, like, a hand job or something going on in well, the no, side? Probably, maybe there was. I mean, maybe she's I not telling there the... there was something. Maybe she's not telling the entire story. And this poor guy, too, right? Like, he probably thought, this is going to be great. I sent a you up text, and somebody actually responded. Great. Okay, I'm going. Tonight is my night. He probably shaved his balls and, and put deodorant on, and he was ready for sex. <laughs> And the kissing, he's probably looking at his watch <laughs> thinking, was we've been making out for like an hour. Like, what, what, when is this going to happen? And then she ends the date and she's like, well, have a good night. I'm bleeding now. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> My face is another hole in it. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I, that sucks. It I really would say something, suck. though. Like, I don't know. I don't know why she wouldn't say something. Like, I, I would have probably said, hey, this, this, that, that hurts. Can you not? Or can you, here's a razor. How the fuck did her shin get that bad? Maybe you guys weren't doing it right. <laughs> I don't Were think so. Were you like so. Spider-Man or is one of you upside down? Yeah, someone, does, someone that, was a, that was his first time kissing. Or maybe hers. Maybe they thought that's what kissing was. Like we just rub our chins together. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this on a weird fucking documentary. Just go with it. Apparently, people love it. We gotta try <laughs> Last but certainly not least, uh, her name is Brooke Macklin. You can find her on TikTok. She is a proud swinger. She likes to to watch her husband do things, and her husband likes to watch her do things, and sometimes they do things without each other. Okay. With other people. All right. I think you can Google swinger if you aren't sure what that means. Her latest video, though, I mean, I'll just tell you the story. She claims that her job is to make sure that she keeps her husband happy. And one of the ways that she does that is, I'll I'll read you the quote. She brought her mom into the video and says, this is my mom. And yes, I let my hubby have her Ah. a couple of times a week. Yeah, I'm that kind of wife. What kind of wife? what, what what kind of wife is that? I'm that I, I, kind of wife. You let your husband have sex with your mother. And she hashtagged it too with hot mom. And then hashtag swinger lifestyle. Oh, no. Oh, is, no. Is, oh, and also her sister, by the way, 
Oh, his sister gets in the pile. The Good, sister, fine. No, great. not all at the same time. They don't want to make it gross. How do, how do we? <laughs> oh, we've gone past gross. We are that. We are in Grossville. <laughs> That's fucked up, right? Like, yeah. there's not. I, I can't think of a single example of when you can say my husband is doing my mother and it's cool. Yeah. Ever? No. Nope. Not one time. So. People that responded in the comments, and there are hundreds of comments here, say things like, you are sick and twisted. But another person asked a relevant question, and maybe you're wondering, what happens if one gets pregnant? Oh, God. You'll have a brother, sister, nephew, or niece that's also a stepchild. Oh, my God. Your husband gets your sister pregnant, so that means the baby is your... Step child? Your niece or nephew? And also child? your niece or nephew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What if the mom gets pregnant? That's fucking weird. Seriously. You could be the stepmom of your brother or sister. Can we get that guy snip now? That'd be great. Fuck. You know what? There's a guy who needs a good slap in the dick. Yeah, he he <laughs> should be the next victim of the dick slapping. And I don't even, like, is he going along with this to make her happy? Is she doing it to make him happy? How did you even bring this up? I cannot think of a single example of how I could say to uh, a a person that I'm out on a date with or that I'm in a relationship with, you know what would be fun? Why don't you bang my sister? And so open about it, you know, because it's one thing to, like, learn of something weird happening, maybe because the police get involved, right, and you're finding out, oh, they all fuck each other. It's crazy. They got busted for meth. I don't know. It seemed like that would make sense. But in this case, they're boasting and and very excited and like, look at me. I'm that kind of wife. You know, that I let him fuck my mom and he fucks my sister and he fucks me. It's great. Do you call bullshit on this whole thing? I, like, a little bit because I just don't see how this could possibly happen in real life. Is this really her mom? Like, I mean, have we done a DNA test to make sure? Because I feel like... This is something that would people want to go viral for stupid reasons, right? They want to go viral for whatever reason it is. And if you have a video like that, a TikTok like that, you know that it'll get hits, even if it's just people sharing it because you're because they think you're an idiot. And and sometimes people don't care. They're like, oh, they shared it, so that's all I care about. We're viral. I call bullshit on it. And if it's not bullshit, then I really would love to have some words with that mother, yeah, whose two daughters, she's thought she brought up well, I'm sure, that are all fucking the same guy. I, I mean, in no scenario do I think that that's a stable-minded individual. Mm-hmm. Probably none of them. None, none, of, them, of, them. none of them. You're right. Uh, so that's sad. You know, I look at shit like that, and if it's true. And by the way, I do call bullshit on it. I don't know. Something's off with that for me. But if it is true, m- you need therapy so fucking badly. Go to Dr. Phil. Can we, can we get them on Dr. Phil if this is accurate, if this is really true? Dr. Phil, are you listening? Get them on your show. He's uh, he's in for a long fucking day when that session starts. <laughs> That's like... Have the, a seat on the couch. All of yeah. you. <laughs> you thought Cash Me Outside Girl was a handful. <laughs> wait till you meet this... Wait till you meet this fucking family. <laughs> Guys, have a fantastic Monday. We will have a brand new episode of After 9 tomorrow. In the meantime, hit subscribe. Tell a friend maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we will catch you right back here tomorrow. Bud Light is releasing a carbonated eggnog-flavored drink called Seltzer Nog. If you want a preview of the taste, throw up in your mouth.
A judge on Friday officially ended Britney Spears' conservatorship after 13 years. The media is very excited that she's back on her feet so they can knock her right back down again. Here's some good news. Uh, according to the CDC, 98.5% of seniors in the U.S. have now gotten at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. Which is why uh, weekly canasta games now turn into drunken makeout parties. But here in L.A., you know, now we have a new thing. Proof of vaccination required for pretty much everywhere. Restaurants, bars, gyms, movies, malls, stores. My dispensary uh, <laughs> has a big sign. No shot, no pot. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.